It's a shame. I wanted to use my headphones and record, and I might in the future, but not today. I didn't like the sound it produced while recording. Seems it's able to pick up a little bit more minute sounds than I would like. However, um, today is another dialogue. No coherent direction, but a coherent point for sure will be made at least once or twice, right? Had to scratch my nose. I don't know if any of you have mustaches, but sometimes you just get a insatiable urge to itch, right? Um, and I have a beard, and so it happens more often than not. Um, and it feels so good to just scratch that fucker. I'm sure some of you understand that. Um, I'm currently fasting. Um, I'm getting a medical exam to, you know, be approved for some index fund holding. Some of you probably know what that is. Um, figured if I'm for real about this pass on to the next generation feeling and knowledge that I have, I feel that that's a part of it, right? Passing on your wealth. So much as we choose to live in such a system that requires wealth, right? Um, but even in this society, this free society, we have a choice to engage and not engage, right? Or to even exile ourselves to a point, to a point. It's a very interesting notion, right? Very interesting notion, but a coherent point nonetheless, right? I did tell y'all, <laughs> there would be no direction. And we got all that from <laughs> scratching our mustache. That's the funny thing, right? <laughs> got all that from scratching the mustache. Um, I like having conversations like that, though, um, to, to a point. Uh, but it can be fun. Whether you're talking with friends or talking to strangers, I presume a little randomness, but coherent points are fabulous to make. But yet, I don't, I'm not sure when we listen to podcasts, we're looking for thoughts, right? We're looking for directed thoughts because this is just a platform for thoughts, right? <laughs> In conversation, we just happen to be verbalizing them, the ones we choose to. And we look to direct people's attention because in a certain mood, they're looking for something else, right? But the dialogue series won't do that. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Um, and I don't know if that's like me making it harder on myself or it's you know, just a big fuck you to the system. Does it need to be that, right? You know, I wonder. Uh, those are where my thoughts go, but it's a subconscious. Um, lately, I've been wanting to do what I want, when I want, and the urge for that grows stronger, not simply as I go by my everyday life, but do what I want, be what I want, as I age, right? I don't have much time here. Um, and so I want to be as many things as I can be, but of what I want to be, no one else's, right? Because, you know, as we're sculpted, as we age, you know, we are made into an image of someone else, right? If we're that lucky or unfortunate, right? To be sculpted by someone, you know, for some of us, those are our parents. For some of us, those are our guardians. For some of us, it's nature, right? There's stories, tales, um, talks of us being raised by animals. That's interesting. I mean, we're animals, yes, but I mean another animal, right? Primates, wolves, birds. Interesting. Man of the wild. Woman of the wild. Child of the wild. Tarzan. Mm. George. Mm. I wonder, is it out there, right? Is it out there? 
We've domesticated animals. We've domesticated each other. But has another species domesticated us? Wow. Wow. Has that ever been done in history? That would be an evolution. That would be... What would that say to our philosophers? <laughs> How would they feel about that? You know? Um, I don't know. But my freedom reaches those levels, right? Every day I age. And those levels, those thought processes are something that I find uncontrollable um, to act on. You know, it's like, why are you not acting? And I'm asking myself, why am I not acting on these desires? You know, and I'm sure it goes back to our conversation last time with comfortability, right? Uncomfortable. You know, I understand. I know. I've heard. I think. I believe. All those things. Or I don't. But what stops me from acting on it? What stops me from being something that I want to be? Well, it's my own decisions, right? It's my own decisions. I could say, you know, oh, it's my job. Oh, it's this or that. But in actuality, it's nice. None of those things. There's nothing keeping me but my own desires my own wants to some degree you know to have my own place to live by myself to move away from things to be away from people my decisions to stay to chill to work out for an hour for 45 minutes away from everyone to myself what am i doing i'm shaping myself right when i work out i'm shaping myself what am I doing when I'm building a book, a manuscript, an art piece? I'm sculpting, right? Another image, but also myself at the same time. Looking, trying to create who I am. Who am I? You know, I had that on my Facebook page. I still mean it. Who am I? Who the fuck are we? It's a crazy question. Um, do we truly have a name? You know, do we have a state of being? I would say yes. You know, I don't think my name is essentially Broderick, right? I've been called that, but I never truly accepted that name. <laughs> it was given to me, fair enough, by, you know, the people that brought me into this, you know, fucking existence. Um, it's amazing, right? It's amazing. What we choose to accept, who scopes us? Uh, you yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. And when we're being sculpted, how do we sculpt ourselves into something else? And truly, do we ever sculpt ourselves into something new? But you love those parts of you that you didn't touch truly or didn't know that you knew were built into you. It's just you've come of age. And I don't know what to do with those ideas, those thoughts, those minds, you know. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, let me tell you, like, how different I felt I was, right? You know, everybody's sculpting. Eventually, we stopped, right? Church. Going to church. You know, I had always sat in church and quietly to myself. I just thought, like, I mean, wow, are we that uncontrollable? Are we that terrible? that we must ask for forgiveness every day and repent we are all sinners and i was like man condemned is the human race forever and ever oh lord please don't smite me down right i had those ideas and then i was like i mean truth be told can anyone truly be good and I think about the dude that is up there, you know, speaking. And I, I think, well, I mean, he didn't, he's probably someone's fucking uncle. He's probably someone's fucking brother, you know, went to school down the street. You know what I'm saying? Didn't go to school down the street and, you know, built this establishment, you know. And I wonder, like, I mean, who are you from the next guy? You spoke to God, right? You know, I have these questions. I have these concerns, right? And I, and I think any child should, you know. And But those are thoughts that you're not supposed to have. 
in religion, right? You're not supposed to have those thoughts, right? And if you do, you must confess them and repent on them and don't dive in too deep. Yeah, I'm a diver, baby. Hey, look, every day I was like, shit, Eve over here trying to cook this fucking apple. I'm like, at least eat this motherfucker raw. You ain't going to tell me. I said apple, right? It's just a red fruit. We get that misconception, but it's okay. It could be a cherry. Whatever the fuck you want, to be honestly, it's a story. And, um, like, bite into it, right? I would have just bit into it because if you're ignorant, you don't fucking know what the fuck it is. All you, you work off curiosity. We are curiosity creatures. And I just truly believe, like, no one would give us that tool, that curiosity to create and and find ourselves and find out about the world all at once for us not to do it right the being that would create us would want us to be curious to find out to figure out what's wrong so that we know what's right naturally right i feel like a being that made us would want us to discover that but i also feel like we're probably that kid that you know y'all know what i'm talking about there's just like, hell, bro, just can't create the concept no matter how he looks, no matter how he licks the paper, you know, no matter how he balls up the paper, erases the end to drools on it, slap somebody with their hand and, and do all this spontaneous things and yet cannot come across the answer, right? Diligent as he is and as much effort as he's placed into it, he cannot figure it out. That's the human race when it comes to that test, right? That's what I feel like. And at the same time, we're making progression, though. Yes, we're slow, but, you know, we're progressing, right? We're progressing. Allow us to progress naturally, right? See where it goes. How many hardships will it take for us as a race to take so that we may understand ourselves and the world around us? I don't know. But... It goes back even further, right, to the Vikings episode where we asked ourselves about Lagatha and her friend and just how it relates to them in the afterlife, right? When she told her life and death, essentially, particularly life, is all about suffering. That's what she learned when she walked in between the living and the dead and she asked how do i tell my kids that <laughs> she looked her dead in her eyes and said you don't what you mean the hell you know that's what i feel like she said but really what she said is they will learn the world will tell them you know i'd be like bitch what you want <laughs> But um, she, of course, was like, just just like shook and shocked. Well, I'm just going to say she wouldn't have to end up telling one of her kids. We know that, right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> we know that. And I was pretty sad to see that one go, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, essentially, this is life, right? You know, we're full of those things. But it's not just full of suffering. But at the end of the day, it does harken back to loss. We are not creatures that accept loss very well. And why should we? You know, that's how I feel about it. Why should we? If we were able to accept loss, I don't know if we would progress as much. You know, just the knowledge of knowing that there is nothing or so we feel there is nothing, right? Because we've never experienced life on that side of things, right? But we didn't experience it before either it's an interesting thought um but why should that be it that's what we ask ourselves that's why we do things why should that be it um and truly i don't think it is truly um this thing is fucking as horrible as it is it's also fucking beautiful <laughs> it's weird to say but it's like fucked up beautiful you know um for all it's bad, there's some good. And so, um, and losses, 
what gives it value, right? The moment of loss. I say that because of time, right? The moment of loss is time. Um, where do we go? Where do we go with that? You know, knowing what loss is. How do we move on? How do we keep walking? We are tenacious ass creatures at that. And sometimes I wonder if we spit in the face of our fucking creator. <laughs> You know, when these things happen, our manufacturer, right? Our natural designer, someone that can make life such as us, something that could produce life such as us, surely has done it multiple times over, surely. Is it always the exact same, though? It's never truly the same, right? I don't know. These experiences are so unique, so full of variables. How could it ever be the same? I don't know. How could it ever be duplicated? So complex. And like life, all things, you know, happen out of luck, chance, probability. What probability are we? (laughs) What are the probabilities of those probabilities, right? Um, This is science, and it's fun. It's curiosity, right? To discover the world, to figure how it works so that we may sculpt it better. Can we get there? (laughs) It's all connected, right? It's all connected. What can we sculpt that is amazing? You know, we've hit the small scale, and slowly but surely, we're going to explode into something very exceptional technologically and biologically and intellectually and emotionally these things are a part of the humans right um they're a part of the world i think all beings feel them even the insignificant ones that we crush ants mosquitoes flies i truly believe it yeah, it doesn't make me second guess it because I mean, if they're feeling, then they must also feel the annoyance that I emit when they fucking sting me over and over again, trying to give me malaria or some shit, right? So it's ignorance is is its downfall when it comes to us, particularly me, right? <laughs> we don't think about it, right? We want to be kind to the ant, but the ant stings us. It stings us and it hurts and it swells. And, you know, there are people out there that would say that, you know, you're not supposed to harm that ant. And I'm like, fuck that ant. Fuck that fly. Fuck that mosquito. Should have never came in my peripherals, let alone sting and bite me when I try to show you mercy. Uh, (laughs) I could crush you, right? (laughs) And you spat in my fucking face. So is that us with our being of creation? Are we spitting in their face? I don't know. It's face when we fuck shit up. I don't know. I don't know. I think a little bit, yes. And, you know, we're kind. So, you know, but I think our kindness may be seen as also some weird ass, you know, annoyance. All these things are possible especially moving forward um i think we're touching on realms that we've never touched on when it comes to creation and technology and stuff like that so understanding how we're going to shape the minds of the future and the generations sculpt them into you know hopefully not robots but it's looking like robots but um, hopefully something more free, something more structured, something worth creating. But we are moving toward a world where sculpting and creativity and all that is being attacked, being destroyed. Um, They're building a new tradition, a new normal, and then rinsing and repeating. Um, It's crazy to think about, but it's a fight that must be had. when it comes to the entertainment side of things, when it comes to the creativity kinds of things. And it starts with accepting 
the errors of cancel culture, right? <laughs> you know, we need to recognize it and combat it. Um, free speech is important. And we're losing it culturally. I don't know the groups out here who are canceling people. I don't know the groups out here who are managing, uh, attacking people for what they say and, and going through lawsuits and bad attention. But we need to recognize it um, because it's going to affect how the future generations grow up. Right. And I'm not saying sensitize or desensitize the human race but I wonder shaping them to not perceive what it, the reality is can probably cause more mental and emotional harm than good I don't know I don't know how you allow someone to live through life but also give them the cheat codes at the same time in a proper manner surely there are some things you can do right what I like about a hunter is that he teaches the son or the pupil about life or death all right so there's stages in the life when you must become a man right we don't have that anymore and we need that and we'll we'll go back to that in the future I feel as creatures, we need that. It builds survival, um, better survival, understanding survival more, understanding existence for what it is. Um, I think we need that. So experiencing and understanding life or death, I find hunting is essential. We don't think of it as essential, but it is. And we eat meat and I feel as though we should know where it comes from, right? We should understand what we're doing to obtain meat, right? And that should be a part of the stage and progression. Um, there used to be videos in education, and maybe there is lower level. I haven't seen it, but it's at the discretion of the teacher, of course. But there used to be provided programs as well. Um... Some of you remember, we'd have seminars, as they call them, or other things, small, large, or whatever. Um, and these seminars would give us examples. D.A.R.E. We remember D.A.R.E. Um, very good program, right? Um, it goes through, basically, why you shouldn't do drugs and some side effects. Um, alcohol, the villainy of it, right? The aggression that it causes and the accidents that it causes when it comes to drunk driving accidents right we don't do that in schools anymore on that level and that shocks me a little bit um of course the teacher may have some discretion when it comes to those things but staying on curriculum is first and foremost right right curriculum and how do you take those things out of schools right life and death and then expect them to handle death right expect them to operate normally yeah well it's like building a faulty robot when it experiences something it doesn't experience or it can and it attempts to go outside its programming it may become faulty it may become you know personally useless because the computer can't do what it can't do right what's not programmed into it what it hasn't been built to do, you know, it has its limitations because we've built them with those limitations, whether knowledgeably or with utter ignorance, you know, because we don't know what else it can do and what else, you know, it can perceive. Again, our sculpture hasn't evolved enough, right? And we also want to avoid de-evolution, right? With anything that can be built up, as we see in life, can also be brought down. And eventually will be brought down. So that comes another thing with accepting, you know, that loss is inevitable in any of the cases, right? Things will come to an end. Um, so we have only seen, right? 
as far as our eyes have shown us. <laughs> it's phrased like that on purpose. Um, it's interesting thoughts. I really am like, as you all can tell, intrigued at this idea of human progression. Um, hopefully to a healthy degree and not an unhealthy degree. I don't know. Because there are times when thoughts like these can be very, very heavy, right? Um, so shrinking the world for me is key. And I used to think that the world was smaller. And I don't know, it's been expanding lately. Um, just due to my just sit down and think about things, essentially. About thoughts, about why i'm here right we all have those questions right i think if we have time to have those questions if we're too busy we probably don't and it's easier for us to live in a routine until we can't live in that routine anymore and i'm intermediary of that i think because i'm working and i'm working fast but not that fast i've slowed down and um in a respect i've noticed how things have expanded and i ask myself like is this what i want to do and you know i usually ask myself that a couple of times <laughs> at some point when i start something new or i've been doing something for a while and when i ask myself that usually change is inevitable <laughs> because i tell myself no i don't want to do this continuously right and i've learned to give myself energy which is why i work out to have more energy to do more things when i'm resting and recovering and working out is essential to that right having that healthy diet which mine is atrocious but i have a healthy physical nutritional workout right with the body nourishing through activities is what i'm talking about food wise total trash but i work out um and so it allows me to produce more struggle more strive for more and be more in a small world right i want to be recognized and i never want to admit that i never want to admit that truth to myself i say project why do you want to be recognized i mean and i tell myself wouldn't it be fucking cool if one person maybe two people maybe three maybe five maybe ten talk about some of the shit you said in a fucking building with a fucking symbol on it <laughs> you know wouldn't that be fucking cool um because i think the guys that you gotta think man somebody who wrote this shit and said this shit is how it is and put it out there and it's been doing well ever since that's fucking something right that's the power of education that's the power of writing um still this day you know i know some people say you know there's no difference reading from you know your phone or a book i have to respectfully disagree all right as a teacher and just watching education happen on the at least a seventh grade level right eighth grade you know something like that um and ninth grade so you see these look at me just throwing out credentials so you see these um grade levels right and you see this education happen and you see the reading happening you see the text happen and then you see it on the computer and it's not the same there's something about using all your senses touch smell tongue of a book of pages with ink with texture feel smell age it's just something about it. The human mind grasps more than the radiation coming from your cell phone. I don't know what it is because you are still using your sense and touch, but it's not like you're touching the text. And so I think that plays a part in my honest opinion, because even though I can look at my phone and I can read and I can gain that knowledge, I just doesn't feel like it's connecting right it doesn't feel like it i know you all are saying like what the hell are you talking about but it just doesn't right and the work and the effort that is produced from a student reading text versus reading on your phone is significantly different they learn nothing from the radiation and i don't know if it's because the information is getting killed by the radiation as it touches them but it's something about that book 
those texts, those words, those ink, that paper, those images that gets engraved from the student touching that book. It is truly a magnificent thing. So I would venture, I would venture that someone knows this. And in the preservation of humans also comes not just a USB hard drive, books, but also printers and paper and ink. Those things are important. First of all, rule of law. <laughs> Before anything, there's going to be some structures. If we humans love anything, it's good fucking structure, right? There's going to be some fucking structure wherever we are. <laughs> Even if it's unorganized structure, there's going to be some fucking structure in this bitch. Um, so that's interesting, right? That's how we operate. Um, so I do think, like, after now, um, having that conversation with you all, that we will also have something like that, right? We will have something interesting like that. Um, and if so, that would be beautiful. Um, because we need those things, right? We need those things in the future. First of all, we want to teach people, so we feel, so we feel everyone should be taught. Um, let's talk about a different topic because this one got me interested uh, in sculpting, right? And coming along with sculpting comes population control. Ugh. I wanted to touch on this earlier last season, but I did not, but I will today. Um, as we break up this conversation of sculpting, we tied it back to nearly everything. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so the idea of population control, how do we go about that? How do we go about population control and how do we decide who lives and who dies? See how I connected us? <laughs> Life and death, the conversation of it, is very important for population control. How do we decide? Who do we keep immortalized? Right? Or do we put them all to sleep until we figure out how to bring them back? And if you die under stasis, you die. Mastering VR, we might be able to project images into your brain soon. Games, life, your wishes, who you knew, who you might want to meet based on what you like, based on what you don't like. Oh, ho, ho. interesting, right? Interesting. We might be headed there. We might head there. We might have those. Not in our time. No, surely not. But we're already learning that radiation doesn't just emit from things, but us as well. Energy emits from us. Mm. Mm. It's interesting, right? Based on maybe gravitational pulls that happen from celestial bodies and so on. Yeah. These things are being talked about. These things are being studied. Celestial bodies, planets. That's what I'm talking about. Things are being discussed. Why are planets all of a sudden being discussed again so heavily? Their population. When they talk about these countries starting to control their population, it becomes scary, right? We don't want a lot of people. Population has been talked about for eons, centuries, as long as humans could write. Population has been discussed. I see no reason why it would not be discussed now, right? Um, we get some conversations, right? We don't get all conversations. Never truly will you get all conversations about your government, right? But population control is definitely not on there. But it is a concern. It is a real issue. And as we move further and we learn that the world is massive, yes. But it is only massive and as finite or as infinite as our technology allows us to reach. Right? Because we are not without technology. We 
are a technologically dependent creature. It's funny to think about. And we don't need to be at the same time. But overall, it does make it easier. And we want to simplify technology, right? Technology is so expanded. It's so bulky right now. And we're learning that we can have the same resource, but smaller, more efficient. That is crazy. The cell phone is but one. And so these questions are being asked. You know, how far can we reach? How fast can we get there? How many people can we bring? How long will it take to grow, to cultivate, to terraform? It's going to be really slow in the start. It's going to be a lot of new deaths on exploration. People are going to say it's crazy. People are going to say it's wild. And then we'll have a new, new earth, a new, new North America, a new, new country. A new, new creature, new, new human, separate from its cousins, separate, different, evolved, if we can survive, if we can evolve. But it is an intellectual battle as much as it is a physical battle and a biological battle. And a morality battle. All these things are going to play a part. But we've shown that we can not only be together, travel together, work together, fight together. But we can do it on a large scale level. We can work together. We've proven it. Maybe not all together, but enough. I hope that enough comes soon and it lasts long enough right, for us to get our technology in order so that we can cultivate new planets because already claims will come who owns this planet who owns that planet not knowing even if there is life there yet right because if there is life out there who are we claiming it from <laughs> right are they empty or are we not recognizing certain life forms as life? These are things we have to consider with population control, right? It brings up a whole different array of questions, and yet they will be had and they should be had early as possible. Um, I think so. And that comes from sculpting, right? <laughs> that comes from sculpting, right? And it comes from population. And so we have to just realize that education is a part of all of that. What we choose to have, life and death, right? Yeah, it's a large-scale conversation. Yeah, it's a large-scale thought for the future ahead, not the immediate. But clearly, we're off in space travel wondering what we, where we can land on certain planets already. So it's happening sooner than later. And we might end up in a space race, truly a space race. We had the race to the moon. And now it's time to expand on that. And I totally agree. I am for it. Um, we need to. This planet will not be as is forever. It's already changing, whether it be by human interaction or not. And truly, we are promoting a higher change by all the fuel we are consuming based on a population control dynamic for example should we start controlling our population how do we decide who lives and who dies resumes hmm? I wonder achievements status class race color Genetics, ooh, DNA, ooh. Mm. I wonder, money? I don't know, um, but no one's against the idea of Thanos, and they put it out there. All right, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy, but movies talk about ideas in a manner that is digestible and acceptable 
right? We've talked about this before and I've mentioned it before. Think about the Avengers. Think about what Thanos did, not for himself, not for a race, but for the greater good of existence. He said that the universe and the beings in it, the beings in it was expanding faster, so fast that the universe couldn't keep up so fast that they were killing themselves. And he saw the greater good in that. He saw the damage they were causing by not controlling population. I'm not saying it's perfect. By no means am I saying what he did was perfect. And I'm going to give you another medium. Attack on Titan. Yes. Spoiler alert for those that have not finished or caught up to the recent Attack on Titan chapter. Leave this podcast because I'm going in. Population control. Population control is an Attack on Titan. A very popular anime. All right. Aaron's older brother. Spoiler alert wants to perform I think the word is euthanism, euthanisms and castration right on all of the alien population so that they can no longer breed and so that they will be the last of their race so that the world may know peace the devils of the earth must die of course, they don't like that plan. Yeah, I mean, who would, right? But it is a conversation about population control for arguably, and I say that, arguably, the greater good. There's no difference. Both exhibited population control. Space travel, Star Wars. It's not crazy to think about now. Technology can get us there. Building aircrafts, air stations, Space stations, spacecrafts in space, naval fleets sustained with life, oxygen. How much resources do we need? How many people can we send up there? How long can they be away? What are the effects on the human mind, emotions and body and intellect? All that radiation, what does it do to us? How long can we last? Is it feasible? Can we reflect that energy? Can we harness that energy? Can it be a healthy resource viably? Will it put me out of business? Hmm. These are questions that need to be had, understood and accepted, even on the smaller scale of things. Of course, I'm out there on the grand scale because I find that more entertaining, less spooky, if you will, scary. I don't know the term for it, but um, for sure. I think those are fun conversations to have. I think those are excellent conversations to have. I think those are educational questions to have and they're worthwhile building curiosity and imagination for the future. It makes you accept, realize and review what we have today and look forward for what they will have tomorrow. Very interesting. Um, I wish we had more conversations like this. I wish philosophy was heavily adopted into the system because those things help free thinking. Those things help build power. And that's really and truly very important that we have as creatures on this earth power what kind of power well it's on the individual we all have skills that we're best at and some grander than others but say population control doesn't need to happen we begin to form a thought that we can progress faster by working together so do we build a community based around that that those are talks of education right we want to pay attention to what goes in our textbooks or rather what does not go into our textbooks right because i feel as though there are things we should be talking about 
and art, right? How to sustain oneself in their country, the ins and outs of their country, right? I think those are far more important skills. Let the scientists and the mathematicians be found out early on. Maybe later on, right? Always have that option in a free state. But talks of curiosity, imagination, advancements, and how they're available, those are conversations that should and need to be had too. Test it, examine, research, right? I don't know. You never know. You never know who's sitting in that classroom. It might be Einstein himself. I know population control would help with that. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an advocate. I'm just saying it's a cool and probably an idea that probably being talked about as we speak. Um, honestly, truthfully, I, we know if some countries are already doing it. Um, what's the humane way? Um, banning birth, you know? Making babies illegal? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a free country, right? It's crazy to think about that. Um, we'll make a good movie. Um, and I do think, like, we probably have gotten movies like that. And we'll get more. And almost like, and you've heard people say it's like easing ideas into the public. Seeing the reception, right? Um, what's that? Um <laughs> It's crazy to think about when you start thinking of movies like with vigilantes or just weird stuff like that uh, that horror movie where they're like, um, I'm sorry, I don't know the name. I've never seen it, but I've seen trailers. You know, it's the movie where um, they're out in the street and like it's like one day you get to basically kill everybody and one night or something and it's all law-free. You just go crazy. And Rick and Morty did an episode on it too. Um, I can't believe the the movie escapes my head and it's always looked interesting for me to watch just never sat down and do it you know i, I really need to because um, i've heard good things about it but unfortunately i can't remember the name um anyway yeah but you know that's them just easing ideas you know and they're artistic designs but i i think there's motives behind things like that you know ominous as it may be cynical as it may be i believe there are motives behind it um, and creative choices as well. Um, a mix of both. And there's nothing wrong with being a mix of both when it comes to those things. Um, I think they're rather um, interesting. Um, and the stories that are told are unique until they start doing sequels and trilogies and quadrilogies, right? Um, making up words, but you get my drift. It kills creativity when you make so many repeats. Um, of course, if they're good, they're good, you know. Teach his own. Uh, in a free country, I, you can do whatever the hell you want and repeat whatever the hell you want. But you want to be careful not to stifle craftsmanship, not to stifle creativity. I say that because if one stifles creativity, if one stifles originality, well, then you're just repeating old traditions you're getting comfortable you're not allowing new things to grow and that can make you angry when they finally do appear and we go through this tedious process of breaking down those walls breaking down those barriers so that you can accept those ideas and when i say you and breaking down it may not be you exactly but down the line your future generations as they carry your dna code how much of it, I don't know. How do you shape into that? I don't know. But interesting, to say the least. They say DNA codes hold so much we don't understand. And, you know, that may be the key to past and future generations. You know, that, that DNA, I don't know. The exact same person? Eh, a clone? Not exactly. But... We do it at all levels, and so we're carrying copies and replicas of things all together. Can't help but think that <laughs> the universe itself has a duplication function that goes through other things, right? We know that planets repeat, but they're not so much the same as a process. 
and yeah so at some point even the universe will multiply right i don't know if we're the first in the middle or the last or transitioning toward the end but it seems like a possibility and i'm not one to knock it mainly because we see life do it and i'm glad we have the technology and wisdom now and just knowledge all together to understand that to maybe possibly think at a grander scale higher than our predecessors and that's why i think creativity is important that's why i think philosophy and having these open conversations about life and death and sculpting and population control in our society in our schools are important it equips it equips someone individuals to have the power to take criticism to take craziness and not let it hurt them not let it make them angry we have to build we have to educate cognitive fortitude or fortituted however you want to call it reinforced is a better word reinforced minds all right we need that and they need to be creative original because although the idea itself might not be something plausible it may be the bridge to lead to something feasible in the grasps of our hands so that we may in the future be able to do things unheard of, unthought of. Wingsuits are truly interesting to me. They are almost using the element of wind to fly you around. Yes, it's gliding, but it's all suits, you know? It takes away, it doesn't take away it permanently because it's still there as a backup because we know we don't have wings, but it's a parachute, right? It's essentially a parachute in a suit. And of course, it comes with a parachute as well on the back and, you know, in the front as well. So, you know, double safety, but it is almost and probably the closest thing to individual flying that we have right now. Um, hoverboards using water, you know, it's crazy, but this is where science has taken us. This is where our curiosity has taken us, our knowledge and understanding, our creativity and originality. Um, so we don't want to stifle it. And I truly believe that's what capitalism promotes theoretically. You know, there, you know, just like Marxism theoretically has its theoretical, so does capitalism. Um, and truly, our country has been falling away from that. I hope we can get back to it um, with this creativity. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. When someone waves you the keys to functioning in this society, we find that it is truly, truly difficult to destroy, uh, to get rid of, to deny. And we'll end here because it seems my medical examination is beginning and calling, cutting short this conversation. Hey everyone, I'd like to thank you for coming out and listening. Special shout outs to Vante for producing the background music and special shout out to Joseph for being the audio mixer. Um, if you'd like to know more or find more, then visit my new website, Broderick Lacey-Hudson or find me on Instagram as The Faithful Idiot or Spotify as The Faithful Idiot or YouTube as The Faithful Idiot. Look at that. So many choices. Decision making, right? always tied together but pick one or pick them all and i'll see you next time